bonus episode of 10 Down with Terry and David. Welcome back. I feel great. Yay! He's he's over his sickness. <laughs> Nearly there. Almost there. Almost there. So myself and David have been invited on to the six o'clock show tonight. So we've just had a little catch-up call with them before we go on. And they've just kind of like prepped us on what questions they're going to ask and everything. So poor David is um, oh, a little on. bit nervous. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. You're but I also fine. heard you recording your story yesterday going oh, David's a little bit nervous or he's so nervous and yeah. I was like why are you telling everybody that I'm nervous <laughs> sorry okay I won't tell them he's absolutely fine he's going to be so confident he's going to do amazing just don't curse yeah that's where I'm really going to fuck up <laughs> sorry <laughs> I did that on purpose I'm sorry no you did I did I actually did I did I apologise but oh I do have goodness. to so we have a email that came in and we're going to read it out and then we have some thoughts and we also have some stories as well to go with the email so will we get right into it yeah. so uh this is obviously anonymous it's come in from anonymous <laughs> tony what are you doing on the podcast <laughs> tony what are you doing on the podcast David's dad and my mom are the same people. They both like jumble up their words. We actually call my mom Jumbles. 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 And Jumbles is another story, but we, we'll yeah. get to that another day. We will. Go on. So, uh, hi guys. Love the podcast. I'm so excited that you're back. The past three weeks have never been the same. Aww. She listens, but obviously on her walks. So thank you. Thank this you. is a she. Um, so I need your help with something. I've been recently uh, chatting to this guy in a dating app. Mm. She hasn't mentioned what app it is. We've chatted back and forth for the past six months. And for the past few weeks, I've noticed that our chats have got less and less simply because I've been putting off meeting him in person. Red flag. So obviously he's getting fed up. Either that he's a catfish. Or he's a catfish. So I've decided um, after long chats to and have agreed to meet. So when I turned up, it was the same guy from the pictures. Okay, good. Right, so that's good. She says that he, he was very clingy in mm-hmm. person. Very, very like forward very pushy hands on oh god um touchy feely sort of thing touchy feely touchy feely (laughs) touchy feely -feely. she didn't even write touchy feely i don't (laughs) know why i said touchy feely i know i just know you just added that in (laughs) just added that in um so she said he wasn't drinking because he was he he drove so it wasn't like he was drunk okay so anyway she gave him the benefit of the doubt and went on the second date and on the second day, they got chatting a little bit more, found a little bit more about each other. And it, the guy turns around and decides to tell her that he has, not only does he have two kids, but he's married. Like, still actively in the marriage? Still actively in the marriage. That's horrendous. Why is he out there? And here's that? one thing that I didn't like about it, how she ended her email. She yeah. said, why are men like this? No, not all men are like this. They're not all like that, but it tends to be... And please help. And should I meet him again? No. Oh, okay. Right, so there's a few things here. So, in my opinion, she shouldn't meet up with him again. But I'm going to put this question out to the listeners. Should she tell his wife or should she just like walk away? Um, In my opinion... Walk away. Walk away. Unless, yeah. unless you know. like Yeah, because you don't know the ins and outs of it. Like, are they separated? Are they... You know, you just don't know what's going on behind mm. closed doors. But I just think it's horrendous that he has two kids and, like, a family. And he's meeting up with girls wanting... Obviously, like, he was full on. He was touchy-feely with her. Touchy-feely. <laughs> touchy-feely. So he probably wants, you know, 
to yeah. sleep with her or whatever. But yeah. I just think it's really sad. But in my opinion, walk away. Actually, run, run away. Have nothing to do with him. Just and tell him why. Tell him exactly why. What I meant by who, like, if you know the situation, k- there's a strong chance that she doesn't like, and what his circumstances are with his wife. Like you said, are they yeah. actually still actively together? Are yeah. They, like in the middle of separating, whatever. But don't be that person. That's the one that causes all the drama. Like no. you don't want to be that person. Yeah, horrendous. Like if you walk away, he's event. He's gonna go and do the same with somebody else. If someone else mess it up, yeah, you know, get, get you get but caught elsewhere. It is like, but do you do you reckon the reason why it comes across that men do it more often is because we're we're actually more we're not as like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of the best way of putting it. Like men are more stupid. Like they get caught. But I just think women. Men I think women. Like ha- a woman having an affair to me, <sighs> I think they would be. There's a lot more like calculated in it. Like he's he's know what he's doing. If that makes sense. No, David, just no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I just think men are more inclined. I must. Say, well, well, men are more up. inclined to fuck up. No, men are more inclined to cheat. I know that for a fact. But another story that I have is a friend of mine was dating a guy for two years and like big red red flag she was never in his house mm. and she'd be going on dates with him the whole time and then he'd like go go quiet for like three weeks four weeks I don't know I think one stage it was like a couple of months and she was mad about him and then it turned out that he had a girlfriend a, a, like a really long-term girlfriend yeah. and the girlfriend had reached out to my friend yeah and being like, hey, is there something going on? And she was like, is there something going on? Like, we have, been, they'd been seeing each other for, I think it was like a year, two years. But like, I think it's one thing when you're younger, you know, and you're like 18, 19, 20, and you're fucking kissing everybody or whatever, you're up to no good. <laughs> well, you have to be, because otherwise you're going to be called a frigid. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually saying that the other <laughs> We were calling each other a frigid. <laughs> but you remember that in school, you were like, are, are you a frigid? Like, no, I'm not a frigid. I'm not a frigid. Who did you kiss? <laughs> a girl of me holidays. But I'm just saying it's a bit different when you're younger and say like you're kissing someone and you have a boyfriend or girlfriend. It's a bit, I think it's a bit different to when you're older and you're of married. Of course, because there's, there's just a lot more at stake. Yeah, so, there's kids and there's oh, a whole like know. history. It's, just, it's so, it's so messy. Um, I remember when I was 19, I have like so many of these stories. I remember when I was 19 or 20 and I was going out with a guy and I had a feeling he was cheating and I had a feeling of the person it was with and I bumped into the girl on a night out and I asked her outright and he seen us talking and he left the pub and went oh, home. Jesus. Remember I told you this? Oh, Jesus. And I got talking to her and I asked her out straight and she and was what like... what did she say? She said, yeah. So I said, okay, are you free at the moment? And she was like pretty drunk and she was like, yeah. I was like, we're going to his house and I put her in the car. I thought you were going to say, let's have a fight. <laughs> no. I put her in the car and he had like tucked himself into bed and I had a key to his um, to his house and walked in the door with her, put her in the kitchen and went up and got him from upstairs and I was like, I have some, something downstairs for you. And he thought all his he probably prayers are coming together. Yeah. <laughs> and he came downstairs and she was standing in the kitchen. And I was like, were you with her while you were with me? And he just put his hands out and said, yeah. And I walked out. Very but good. me me and that girl now, like we would talk regularly. Like there was no, well, there was a bit of beef. I think there was beef before I found out. And then a little bit afterwards. But as we grew up, we were like, God. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was a, a funny situation. No, to, to <laughs> the go, neck. The neck. Walking by you. his mom and all being like, hey, I'm just here to but see someone. you have so-and-so. that in you. You have that in you. That's, no. that's, the, that's the Terry that I know. 
the brazy <laughs> the brazy yeah the brazen like you see the thing is is that i live by the the motto of do no harm take no shit so yeah we all we all try to live like that Terry. yeah but i really live by it like to i'm lost at what episode it was of the podcast where you had one of these moments and you're like you didn't even discuss that you want the time. You just checked into a five-star hotel and just <laughs> left me for two days. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? I remember it. It still gives me nightmares. But you know when you're annoyed? You, when you're annoyed? Oh, when I'm annoyed, everyone knows about it. Yeah, like you are... But I can't, see, the, I can't put on a face. But you see the difference... Like I walk over to Tesco and I'd be in, in bad humour all yeah. day. And if anyone even goes past me, like if an orange fell out of the basket, like I'm going to kick the orange across the floor. Yeah, like the difference between me and you is I feel like when I'm in bad form, I just go quiet and I want to be left alone and you don't understand that. Whereas like when you're in bad form, you're you're taken out on stupid things. Or you're giving out about stuff yeah. and it's... The Hoover gets it. The Hoover gets it. That thing you're is... You're like you're stress hoovering. <laughs> you stress hoover. Yeah. Or like you'll... You'll you'll say something or like something will bother you or you'll you'll go on a rant. You tend to rant. But everybody has like different ways of of dealing with their crap, but you see Oh, mine's unique apparently. No, it's not. Definitely not. But anyway, what were we even talking about this for? I don't know, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go back to the question the girl was asking. Yeah. The, the very important question here is should I meet him again? Absolutely not. Run, run for your life. Run for your life. Like, we'll, we'll he has a wife and kids. And it's not, like, don't do it for them. Do it for yourself. Because he's going to go off and do that on them anyway. Yeah. He's going to go off and find someone else to cheat on with, to cheat on his wife with. Because, obviously, he's a dog. And that's what he wants to he's do. He's a dog. He is a dog, if you ask me. Oh, no, I agree. No, but, 100%. you know, he's going to do that anyway. So, run for your own sake. Because you're just going to get sucked into a fucking tornado of I wonder bullshit. if he listens to the podcast. <laughs> oh, imagine. <laughs> That'd be class. Why do you want to talk so much about the <laughs> I'm obsessed. I so okay, we're talking about it. So basically, okay. I keep going down these rabbit holes about the plague. <laughs> For some reason, like the Black Death. I don't know why it happened a couple of months ago. I just became obsessed. I needed to know everything about it. I wanted to know about the costumes that the doctors wore. Because you know the big beaks? Do you know the the, the plague doctors? And do, do you ever see the big beaks that they wear? Do you, do you know the ones that I'm talking about? Do you Demons, know the ones? Sorry. Do you Demons. know the ones? Them ones. Yeah, do you know them? Yeah. So basically the reason why they wore them was because they used to put herbs and spices into the nose and it made... No, they didn't. Yes, they did. They thought that the plague was happening because of contaminated air. So they thought if they wore these big masks and put spices and herbs into the nose of it, it would like cleanse the air that they were breathing. But they're absolutely like horrifying looking, and and as well, right? So they See wore. See how I scratched my nose that time. I didn't yeah, do well this. Yeah, well done. Listen, it's so interesting. They wore these capes, and the capes were coated in wax, and they thought that, like you know, the germs would like slide off. Well, this is actually before they knew about germs. But they, what was the rationale behind it? I think it was so like the air wouldn't stick to the coat. Do you know how crazy you sound? No, right but now. listen, it actually worked. It actually helped them not contract the plague when they were going to visit people because the fleas couldn't stick to their clothes. But it's fascinating because that year was apparently the worst year to be alive as well. That whole year because um, uh. there was a volcanic eruption <laughs> which caused a three-year winter. So basically all these volcanoes went off at the same time and then this big ash cloud happened and then the sun couldn't Sounds like through. Dublin. 
<laughs> the sun couldn't come through and then all of the crops died so it caused a big famine there was like this winter the the degrees in europe was like four um four degrees lower than, than it's usual and all of the crops failed and people were starving and then the plague happened it was just like the worst year ever it was like 536 a.d and it went on to 540 a.d you remember it were you remember, there david yeah. I was you were there actually that was when you got sewn up as billy <gasps> Billy from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> but anyway, no, I'm that's, obsessed. That's when my monotone family ship came and picked me up. <laughs> but I'm basically obsessed with that year. Like, I just keep going down rabbit holes and watching all these videos on TikTok about, like, this ash cloud and it start making me think. So why is it when I put on stuff on the TV, like a documentaries about, like, Chernobyl and stuff, you're like, oh, turn that off. I can't watch that. No, I don't turn them off. I actually love watching them. What I can't watch is I used to love wildlife programs, but I can't watch them anymore because obviously they have to talk about how the population of like the animal that they're talking about is declining and that they're near extinct and it like really upsets me. All and like when you're us. talking about the when we're watching I love to watch like um shows on sharks and uh the ocean, but I can't watch them anymore because it's getting me down because of all the plastic in the ocean and basically global warming is destroying the planet and we're all doomed. But anyway, I was watching the um, TikToks and I was like, yeah, we need to build a bunker and we need to get loads of tinned Jeez, food. <laughs> I know I sound so like a nut job, but like after COVID, anything is possible. Anything is possible. So, so basically listen to this, is stock up on me. All those people in the States <laughs> that have the bunkers are actually, they're not mad that no. we think they are. They're... A lot I don't more think so. advanced. Because if that happened, right, if all these volcanoes went off at the same time and this big ash cloud lasted for three years, what's to say it couldn't happen again? Is that how the dinosaurs went? Do you I know? Mean, anyway, this is very... Uh, yeah, we're going very deep here now. <laughs> we went from someone having an affair to an ash cloud. Like, what? You need to check yourself in. <laughs> big time. Anyway, that's just a topic of... Uh, that's, Ter- a that's a topic of Terry's emotions and we'll discuss it off air that you need to get help. Yeah. Right, we're not building a bunker. No, I think we should. you know why, Terry? If we build a bunker, you know what it'll turn into? You know what a bunker will turn into in this house? A stock room. A stock room, <laughs> not for tins, not for anything like that. A but, stock room. But if the world was ending and there was a big ash cloud, well, I would we'd need all the hair no, and makeup, w- would we? No, I wouldn't be able to go shopping so I wouldn't have any makeup or anything like, like that. Stock it up there with Bahama Body. We need it. Actually... That brings me to the next question that I have for you mm. for the bonus episode. If an ash cloud went off and we all had to live in a bunker or whatever, well, why would you need to live in a bunker because of an ash cloud? But I say the world was ending, right? And the big ash cloud. What would you do? Or who who would you want in in your isolation? Me and Jake, close the door. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Just me and Jake. Isn't it? Isn't it mad to think about like how we were locked up, basically, like a two-kilometer radius yes. for COVID? And can I just say, anybody that had children during that time, you are a legend. I don't know how you got through Whatever it. Whatever about kids, anyone that li- is living in an apartment. An apartment, but like imagine, imagine us being like isolated now with just me, you, and Sydney. Like, how did people get through? Like, because that's if, why I said if we didn't at the start, have like single parents. I'd yeah. Just they need a medal. Because if we didn't have help, like, or childcare, we wouldn't be able to work because, you know, you can't, you just can't work when you have a toddler. It's, it's impossible. You have to be with them at all times because they're always up to no good. Yeah. <laughs> they're always up to always. no good. And also, before we go, can we talk about how much Sydney is talking? 
Yeah, she's listening to everything now. Every single word that's said in the house, she's it's listening. Last night she was going to bed and she started to say hot, hot, hot. Like, well, she hasn't. She's been saying that for a long time. So anytime I have a cup of tea, she goes hot, 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 yeah, hot, she hot. she sees steam. She sees steam or she, she sees you cooking and she'll go hot, hot, hot. But last night she was going to bed and she was going hot, 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 hot. And I was saying, why is she saying that? And then I was like, that's really weird. I wonder if like her bum is sore or something like, you know, because she's saying hot, hot, hot. And anyway, she went, she was about to fall asleep. She was like, had her eyes closed and then she just opened them and went, purple! And I was like, what? Purple for what? I have no idea. She was obviously thinking about all the things that happened that day. I noticed you put socks on her going to bed last night. I didn't take them off. Like, it's not the winter. No, I didn't take like them I off. When I was changing them this morning, I was like, why are you wearing oh, socks? Our her feet must have been sweating. must have been sweating. <laughs> anyway, will we wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. So thanks so much for listening to the bonus episode. We hope we've lifted your spirits talking about <laughs> affairs, an ash cloud, the plague. Sydney socks. Sydney socks. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. And um, we'll talk to you on Sunday. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.